welcome back to our third episode of Girls on the Go. Uh, Kate, do you want to tell them where we're going right now? Yeah, Sadly. so, yeah, we're going back to Pennsylvania. We got probably, like, seven more hours left of driving. Yeah. We started at, like, around 10 a.m. Uh-huh. I had my winter course. I did that for three hours in the car. Yeah, we have a 10-hour drive total. But I think the first three hours have been going pretty good. Yeah. We stopped. We just got our... Well, I got my Starbucks. Kate's going to get dumped in. Um, so definitely feeling a burst of energy. So we were like, why not? Let's just start talking. Let's start talking about something. Put it on our podcast. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about traveling and tips and tricks. And why you should travel in the first place. Yeah. Because we are trying to do as much as we can this year, especially. We did a lot last year and even during covid um that was a good opportunity that we got to kind of just great drive wherever we wanted because there was no reason to be at home we couldn't work anyways we were like let's just go explore a little bit yeah and it was awesome because it was kind of near the like everyone wasn't freaking out as much so yeah all the cities we went to it was like st louis indianapolis everything everything was open but the cities were actually dead. There was no traffic, though, so that was amazing. Yeah, and you had to wear masks everywhere, and gas and everything was low. Yeah. And when we got a flight, like, last year, super low, like, best time to travel, honestly. Yeah, so, not that we're, like, pro, like, we're not pro with this, but we just have some things that we've learned over all of our trips that maybe could help you guys or maybe inspire you to go travel, explore somewhere. Most of our trips have been road trips, I feel like. Unless we're just going down to Florida, then we end up flying most of the time. Yeah. But, so we're just going to talk you through some, whether it's flying or road trips, some tips. And I guess we'll start off with saying why we think that you should travel, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to talk about first. Yeah, so we'll just say our favorite place, actually. Favorite places? Okay. Yeah. So... I believe this was two years ago in 2020. We went to, we did a road, me, Gina, and our friend Carly went to Colorado. This was like my first major trip alone, I feel like. I went to Italy in high school, and my first trip kind of alone was with my sister. That was also in high school. We just took a plane by ourselves to California. But besides that, Colorado is like my, my first major trip with just me and my friends yeah so if we're just talking about colorado my favorite place there was probably breckenridge it was such a cute town and i just feel like the vibes are really good we were like all having like a blast yeah that was mine too breckenridge like and if you've never been to colorado it's like the perfect mix of like well, obviously, like, in the summer, you get, like, the nice weather for hiking, and then in the winter, it's, like, very snowy and pretty cold, but Breckenridge was just, like, this quaint town. Everywhere you look around is mountains. The hikes, beautiful, and it's just, like, different than being on the East Coast, because, like, the water is just, like, more blue with, like, the mountains, the wildflowers, and everybody just really cares about the environment there, you can tell. Yeah, it was just, so like, beautiful. Literally so beautiful. That's my favorite place, too. And then also last year, there's a group of five of us. We flew out to Oregon and then had a little road trip down the West Coast all the way down to... How far did we go down to? Um, Big Sur. Yeah, yep. Yeah, around Big Sur. And 
I don't know if I could pick a favorite from that. I do I love... I forgot about Big Sur. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah that was. Oh, my gosh. But, I need to, like, relive that road trip. Like, mm-hmm. that, that one was amazing. Just, like, driving down the coast the whole time. It was, like, mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah. And just the atmosphere again around California is just... Just hits different. Yeah, what were your favorite places from that? Do you think that you ever end up? That's so hard. Um, I did really like Big Sur. Yeah, I like forgot about that. And then my second favorite, the one that stands out to me is probably Yosemite. Yes, really? Yeah. Yeah, I love Yosemite too. It was pretty. I wish we had more time there. Yeah, we actually lost our car keys too. Oh, Yosemite. in Yosemite. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, something we've learned how to keep it like track of our stuff. Yeah, because that was that was scary. But always just retrace your steps, and wherever you would normally put something down. So we went back, checked the bathroom. There were our keys. Life was good. We yeah. were fine. Like no problems after that. Uh, for California, though, for me, I think my favorite spot was San Francisco. I loved that there. Like, the weather was not as amazing and sunny as I was hoping for, but for some reason, just knowing that there's, like, kind of a city there, I liked how hilly it was, and then there were a lot of people biking and hiking, so many views, and, like, within driving distance to other, like, major hikes, and literally the ocean. I don't know, I just felt, like, really, really happy and, like, I was just kind of amazed, yeah, by everything. And then we went out to like a bar that night, and it was like a bunch of people it was our awesome. age. It was so much fun. Uh, overall, it was a country bar. Yeah, just a really good time. So that just made the experience like ten out of ten. Yeah. Do you have another favorite rundown? Um, I just said from this trip that we just went on, favorite two cities was St. Augustine and Savannah, Georgia. St. Augustine, just a cute little town, had a river nearby and we went to this tequilery didn't even know those things existed but i got a quesadilla a veggie quesadilla and these bomb house marks with a salt rim and did these gorgeous lights up from uh christmas and it was like the whole street lit up it was so pretty made music and it kind of reminded me of sort of like italy i feel like savannah's more like italy with the cobblestone um, roads. roads. It was just mm-hmm. such a cute town with yeah. a lot of shops. If you like something that's charming and quiet but like still near a river, literally beautiful, you can do some shopping. St. Augustine is definitely for you. It's like a good day trip, I feel like, to go and hang out there. And there's a lot of history there, too. So I love St. Augustine, too. But from this trip, my favorite was definitely Savannah. As soon as we got there, I could tell that it was like in between a. Um, like a town sort of like Westchester and something of size of Philly so it was like right in the middle it was really big a lot to walk around we walked around for probably four or five hours yeah it was on the water like she said cobblestone roads just adorable really nice people I honestly liked the area because it was like what 25 minutes from the beach probably and the river was really really pretty and um I don't know. It was just gorgeous. Good vibes. Good food. What? It, where did we go yesterday to eat? What was that place called? Collins Quarter. Collins Quarter. Hear me out. I got something called pea toast. Smashed <laughs> pea toast. It sounds really weird and I would never think that it'd be good. But it was kind of like avocado toast and how they plated it. I don't know. Yeah, it I got really avocado good. toast there. It was yeah. really good. Also, like, I liked how a lot of people were, like, dressed up in, like, really 
cool like fashion clothes and that just like made me more drawn towards it younger crowd again actually kind of variety of like people that we saw mm -hmm. but it wasn't like just old people or just young people good mix i and love how in savannah like you said it's like a mixture of a town and a city but there's also a lot of like greenery and yes. nature and it was clean i think uh -huh. cleanliness is like a big one for me now i want to be able to walk around feel like i'm breathing in clean air and just like loving it so yeah savannah was top there also there was a really cool thrift shop i forget what it's called but i would definitely go back i feel there like again. it was like avalon something yeah i don't even know but it was right on the main strip there was shopping everything tons of thrift yeah so those are our like top three places that we've been that we've traveled in the u.s i haven't done much traveling outside the u.s but tell me where you're going oh i'm going to italy <laughs> i know i'm going on a study abroad so i'm very very excited for that perugia i think i need to learn how to say it but also, if you listen to our resolutions or things we want to work on, I don't know if I talked about wanting to learn Italian that much, but I've been working on it and I've been doing it a little bit each day. I know how to say ciao, obviously. Biongiorno, <laughs> uh, that's good morning. <laughs> Hopefully, or good afternoon, I don't know. Yeah, so that's going uh, well, but when the awesome. time comes, maybe we'll talk about that. Yeah. So, so yep. second part of this podcast is just the tips that you guys should do for can think about doing if you guys want to start traveling mm -hmm. um so we do have a pretty solid list right here yeah but the first thing that i'm gonna say is you only live once mm -hmm. there's so much of this world to see yep. and do not be afraid to spend money mm -hmm. if like anything that's like a good head yeah if anything spend money on things that are actually going to make you happy spend things spend money on experiences mm -hmm. experiences can be buying a plane ticket to go to another spot experiences mm -hmm. going out to eat with your friends to enjoy quality time together yeah like i think life is too short to spend it all in one spot like you should get used to the fact that like everything is changing around you like all of like if you fly like three hours away if you drive six hours like they live a little bit differently than you like I feel like people really need to go experience that experience different places like I said how people act like how they talk the food the weather like you need to just get out of whatever small town you feel like you're stuck in and go really explore and see what is out there mm -hmm. if you don't know you might fall in love with some other place they've never been before yeah and for beginners I would definitely suggest getting a solid group together about three to five people yeah that just makes costs lower it's more fun i feel like yeah and i i definitely want to travel alone one day i haven't quite got to do that yet but i feel like i'm gonna need a couple more years yeah but to get like that solid group like say maybe you don't think you have them there's this group called Outdoorsy Gals, I think, on Facebook, and that would be, like, a really good place for people to start. You have to get accepted in the group, but I saw it on TikTok, and whenever I need recommendations of places I want to go, or, like, say I'm traveling to Colorado, I could literally write on there, does anybody want to meet up and do a hike? There's so many girls that you could find if you don't have a solid group of people. We tried to figure out, like, a meetup, but it didn't end up working out, um, but you can definitely look there. I'm sure if you go to like a college or a high school, reach out to someone. Maybe someone wants to go on a trip that you don't even know about. Maybe your mom can get time off and, I don't know, over the holidays. Sorry, Carrie. <laughs> and she could go with you. Just reach out to people and... Reach out to us. Exactly. More than likely we'll be down. Literally. So true. <laughs> and Kate, 
I, me and Carly like reached out to you about Colorado and we barely even knew Kate. I hung yeah. out with her a couple times and she was like, yeah, I'm in. And by the end of that road trip, we were literally so close. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if I didn't do that, maybe I wouldn't be on this trip with you right now. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't be living with you. So reach out to that friend, see if she'll want to go on that trip with you because she probably will. Yeah. Um, with that, be the one who makes the first move and go for it. Yes. Because everyone these days talks that talk. Uh-huh. Oh, we want to do this, we want to do that. But no one ever, well, I feel like a lot of people don't ever go through with it. And I think that's because people get stressed about doing all the planning at once. They're like, oh my gosh, like, okay, the ticket's this much, but like, where are we going to stay? Like, right now it looks like all the places are going to be so expensive, like... You just have, like, even if you don't have everything planned, we've done this every single time. We book things separately. Mm-hmm. Literally, if I see a cheap plane ticket and I have time, I'm booking it right then. Just book it. Literally, it's not that hard. Just if you have one it. other person that can go with you, book two tickets. And Everything then you're holding them accountable. Together. It doesn't matter if in a month, in a week, you figure out where you're going to stay. You'll figure it out. And even last minute, we figured stuff out. Yesterday, we didn't. We didn't have no idea where we. We, we had were no staying. idea until two hours before. We didn't know which state we, we were going to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so sometimes you got to be flexible, play it by ear, but be that person that books it. Because if not, it's not going to get done. You're not going to end up going. There's going to be excuses that come up. You know. Yeah. So I, that is. one's really, really important. If you want to go somewhere, try throughout your group. Try and see if you know anyone who lives in a different area mm-hmm. and see if you could stay with them for a few nights it could be an old cousin a grandma an old friend friend of a friend like i'm sure they're more than willing to have you stay there for a night mm-hmm. like they're, they're probably just, excited exactly they're excited like you get to go see them um maybe have them show you around give them or them give you recommendations of places to go uh it could be fun i don't know mm-hmm. see someone we've done that with my uncle we'll stay out in kansas for a night or two when we were on the way to Colorado, where else? We just stayed at your grandma's. Yeah, we just stayed at my mom was down in Florida near St. Augustine. I don't know, think outside the box. It just, that also saves you a lot of money as well, because mm-hmm. you get meals from there, you get right. a place to stay, you get free water, like, yeah. it saves a lot more than you think. Don't use them to their advantage, but at the same time, know in the back of your head, like, oh my gosh, like, I two and one we get to go see mama and we get to stay at her house like mm-hmm. couldn't get much better than that i feel like for more like little tips and like saving we haven't used these that much but if you're really trying to be cautious there's this app called gas buddy that will show you the cheapest gas and how far away it is if it's on route to where you're going that's a big one what's another one we use Splitwise in colorado between me gina and carly and that actually helped out a lot because we were able to track of who owes each other what. Yeah. And by the end of the trip, we probably owed each other a dollar. Oh, yeah. It was pretty even because we would just guess. But this app, you can go in and write what you spent the money on and who paid for it. So, say I got gas, I would put in Gina paid $20 and then it'd be like, okay, Caitlin and Carly owe $10. But then when Carly would put something in it, it like rebalances itself out. It's really, really neat. And I think yeah. you can split it up to like probably 10 people. Mm-hmm. So definitely get that app. Another one, just like a basic one I use for traveling a lot is All Trails. This doesn't save you money or anything, but it's so, if you're going on a hiking trip like we have been, it shows you the nicest trails. It does reviews. You can download the trails before you start, which is definitely a thing I recommend. Um, 
pay that extra money for a month because when you get somewhere like Yosemite and you don't have service and then you see that you have that saved already it will save you so much worry stress mm -hmm. it's like it's the worst when you're out in the middle of nowhere and you don't know where to go on a hike yeah I definitely so. recommend that app for mm -hmm. like major trails yeah that one has saved our life and then two um like places to stay apps that we use is your basic Airbnb but mm -hmm. also you can use Hostel World. We used this when we did our road trip on the West Coast. Yeah. We got a hostel near Yosemite. And also where was that second one? The really nice one. Um, San Francisco? City. Was it? I I don't know. Uh I, I don't I think, think that so. was after San Fran. I would have to think about that. I forget, but the second hostel we went to was actually so nice. Mm -hmm. It was so cute. I wish we had more time. Oh, I think it was Portland or somewhere in Oregon. Oh, and yeah, in Oregon mm -hmm. somewhere. Because yeah. that was that was where we stayed before our flight back home. And hostels can seem like they're a little bit sketchy, but at the same time, if you have a group, it's probably going to be fine. Look up a couple reviews, but for hostels, make sure you have cash to pay them. Yeah. Because when we got to the one hostel, the guy barely spoke English, and he was just writing down a number that we owed him. So yes, it's a little sketchy, but I promise if you're just aware of your surroundings, it's worth stepping outside your comfort zone and trying one. Mm -hmm. And they are dirt cheap. How much were they? Like $30, $40 maybe? A person? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like it really wasn't bad compared to what, $90? It, say if you need that free breakfast and you want a really good sleep, then pay the $90 to stay somewhere. But some days if you're trying to save some money, do the hospital. Because yeah. why not? And you could meet people. And also, you could get a private room, which I 100% recommend. So that door locks and everything. Um, I know there's other hostels where it's not private, so you literally sleep in the same room as yes. random people. Exactly. Which I personally wouldn't feel comfortable with. No, I couldn't do that yet. Unless I knew it was like maybe another female, but I think I'd still be yeah, you don't even a know. little bit worried. So private rooms is a must, but there is like a community bathroom, community kitchen, mm -hmm. and it the one we went to is super small. So yeah, and there was like another kid actually who was traveling alone. Yeah, there were two nice. guys we met. So that was cool. We were a little nervous, but there was a bunch of us, so it was fine. And everybody ended up being really nice. The second hostel we went to, that was in Portland. In the morning, there was like a breakfast place you could go to literally right in the hostel. That was fun. Remember, we got like coffees yeah. and breakfast there. And also a little courtyard. So some places are better than others. Just do a little bit of research and you'll be able to find a safe place to stay. One thing that I would recommend if doing if you can is get to the hostel in the daylight yeah definitely. <laughs> we were not able to do that uh -huh. and it was super duper scary but in the morning we realized it wasn't scary at all mm -hmm. uh the only thing that scared us was it was like really dark out and we were on the west coast which is super um has a lot of mountains and we were going up this one mountain it was like one of those roads that go in a loop in a loop in a loop all yeah. the way up to the top of the mountain there was no um what are those things called no like rear to, like, no pull. rails yeah to keep you straight or whatever to keep you from flying off the cliff oh there's none of those <laughs> we were almost out of gas uh -huh. what else happened oh my gosh dude oh and Just we from talking about that we can <laughs> go into make sure you always have gas make sure your car has good tires we've never con like come into one of those situations but yeah you need to be focused alert and awake when you're driving because yeah, once be you get there yeah there's no guardrails there is none pick up as much coffee as you need oh yes pull over if you need to don't should we just talk safe. about car necessities at this point yeah we've just been talking about That's road a good trips. idea toilet paper you're gonna need it there's not always gonna be a bathroom to pull over to 
Sometimes you might be in a sketch area. You need toilet paper in your car. Have hella water. Sanitizer. Yep. If you're trying to save money and you can't find somewhere to refill your reusable water bottle, whatever, literally just get jugs. You can get a jug or a gallon of water. <laughs> jug bugs. Um, you know, you know. But if you can get a gallon of water, just get it and share it, split it. They're only, what, between 2 and $5 for a whole gallon. Yeah, it's not that much at all. Other things that we've used a lot. Have a lot of snacks. Mm-hmm. Snacks on hand. Trail mix. We is- never, whenever we travel, we typically only eat out for dinner, mm-hmm. typically. Because yeah. we'd have breakfast, we'd have, like, bagels, peanut butter, banana, mm-hmm. or honestly oatmeal. Yeah. If we have, like, uh, a microwave at one of the places we stayed at. Snacks. Yeah, lunch was mainly like snackier. We would make like sandwiches, hummus, carrots. Yeah, tuna. Tuna packets are really yeah. good. Yeah, I know. I'm like kind of scarred from that though, and I'm scarred from. Well, I was scarred from our hummus. Make sure cottage cheese. Oh gosh. <laughs> make sure you have cold packs, and once they, once they're not frozen, don't eat any of that food because you'll regret it. <laughs> yeah, we we learned the hard way. Yeah, so. What's another thing that we should have? Yeah, just lots of snacks, water. Try to stay as organized as you can. That's pretty hard, but if you're, like, going to do on a road trip with a big group, I suggest getting something like a minivan, maybe. But if you have just three people, your smaller car will probably do. But once it gets up into four or five people, we you definitely need that big car. Like, think bigger the better, because you don't realize how quickly your stuff can get unorganized. Oh, yeah. Even we got unorganized. It was just us two. I know. We didn't do that bad, but I don't know. What other ones do we have listed down there? Um, One thing that I learned is... Not really learned. I feel like on vacations, you have to just go with the flow. Like, obviously, you can't have everything your way. You're traveling with a group of other people. Yeah. Um, But I just learned that if you go with the flow... You just have a better time. You're not stressing about time. Exactly. The things you're doing. You're going to have a lot more fun, I think. Yeah, and I kind of learned that in Colorado, actually. I was like, oh my god, I'm just going with the flow on vacation. Why don't I do this every day of my life? Mm-hmm. Like, it just made it a huge yeah. difference. Being a planner, that might be a little bit difficult, but it's fun just kind of letting go and, like, have life just take you along. Like, nothing's really going to go that wrong. Like, there's been plenty of times we start stressing that we don't have a hotel, but... That's much better. That's much better than say we planned them in advance and we liked, you know what I mean. Whatever hike we were at, and we wanted to spend a couple more hours there. We wouldn't have been able to do that if we had things planned to a T, planned every hour. It leaves you no room for flexibility. So I always just say, go with the flow. Do things last minute. Honestly, try to release that stress, but at the same time, do some planning beforehand and beforehand, and just see where you want to hit. Like, yeah. do we want to talk about planning a little bit and, like, how we go about doing that? Like, just with, like, YouTube and whatnot? Yeah. I don't think we're very good planners, though, to be honest. I kind of think, okay, I feel like you have to have an idea of where you're going. Like, on this trip, I was watching some YouTube videos. I just looked stuff up on Instagram of, like, places that other people have been, honestly. Look up TikToks, too. Yes, TikToks helped a lot. But especially for Colorado, too, it was, like they don't hear that like I just like googled I was like best hikes in Colorado I was watching them like literally on YouTube and I was like I definitely want to hit that I want to be there I don't know how long but I want that to be a spot Mm -hmm. Um, 
yeah, I kind of just Google stuff, and there's just a lot of things like hidden gems. You can look up wherever you're going, and food places. I learned a lot off TikTok. They always say like the best food places, the best trend, or like the most trendy, and yeah, reach out to really people you to. know have been there before too. Oh, people. we stalk people's Instagrams all the time, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just DM'd people. And we're learning how to talk to random people. So, when we're, like, in another state or something, we're like, do you live here? What recommendations do you have? Where should we definitely go try to see? Because some of those places that they say, we didn't even see online. Yeah. You just have to be comfortable with talking to other people. We actually did that in California. We went out to this really nice dinner, and we planned on going out, out after, but we didn't know where to go. And there was, like, a group of guys, like, in the table next to us. And Gina was literally like, yo, where's, like, the best bars to go to? And then they said Woody's, I believe. Yeah. Right? Wait, did they end up hanging out with us that night? Did yeah. Did see them? Yeah. That's funny, yeah. So, honestly, just do it. Look for people your age that you feel like you bounce out or bounce off of. And just ask them. Because why not? Like, a suggestion, just a suggestion. Like, mm-hmm. it'll take you somewhere cool. <laughs> and also for, if you're flying... We can move more into, like, how we pay for all this. Okay, yeah. Um, but if you're flying, Tuesdays, book on Tuesdays. For some reason, it's cheaper to fly it on Tuesdays. And don't book the first, um, like, rate you see. Yeah. Just keep an eye out. You know? I know. You know? Like, but literally, everybody's always like, how do I find my cheap flights? I literally just Google it. I will go on and... If you're looking for something convenient, Southwest automatically will put your bags into account because you can do a checked bag that will be, what, around like $50, $70 for all other airlines, but for Southwest it's included. And if you're not doing a checked bag, you need to carry on. I feel like any airline does that. That's for free. But look up the dimensions, stuff like that. But like she was saying about searching, just... Do a little bit of research, but it really shouldn't take that long to find a relatively cheap flight. Google's not going to lie to you when it says that this is a low airfare, this is a high one. You know what I mean? How there's always that little rating thing at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it really doesn't take too much, like, too long. You'll realize some days are cheaper than others. If you go out during, like, the middle of the week, leave early of the week, that's going to be relatively cheaper. But it's not that hard. And ask people. Uh, One thing that I think works is go on private mode if you want to be safe like incognito mode mm-hmm. just because i know if you look it up a lot sometimes google will say will give you like a higher price oh, okay so definitely try go on private mode mm-hmm. i don't know it might help yeah like i feel like we've been looking at plates for literally so long that if like anybody has any specific questions they could ask us and i feel like we do pretty good about finding stuff like our flight from PA to California was how much? 285? 280. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that was that bad. It was on, like, the lower end, but really not, that's not too much, like... Yeah, I, I went to California before for, like, 450. Really? Yeah. Before, oh, wow. Before COVID. And you just went yeah. for, like, 150? Oh, yeah, we went for really cheap. We flew to, I think it was San Diego, or... No, it was Los Angeles. I think for like 180. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was not bad at all. So look a little bit in advance, but I think we booked. How far in advance did we book California? Like four months? Few months, yeah. Yeah, four months. So really just pick a date and the earlier the better, but if it's last minute, I'm sure you'll still be able to find something relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I also, I think I said this into another podcast, but I think you, as like, I just feel like a lot of people get nervous about spending money. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's about the experience. Just think about how you're you're in college. You're never gonna be have this time to travel again. Not not again, but as Maybe freely as we are right now. Yeah, because I feel like we're dedicating this episode to more people who are like in high school and college because we're obviously we're not graduated yet. We don't know what our life's gonna be like. We might have jobs and might not be able to travel as much. But we're just talking about the people right now that are in college, that have breaks, that have jobs. But your job can be flexible. We should also talk about that. You do not that. work your part-time job. Like, you should not put so much stress into a part-time job, yeah. in my opinion. I know. And, like, I feel like people are just like, well, how? How do you take off? Like, obviously you're working for someone that doesn't value your own time. And, you know what I mean? Doing, like, being able to do things on your own. I would like, hope. I mean... I would hope as a manager, you would understand that these are young students. And honestly, the reason why I'm working is so I can travel and pay for the things I want to do. Exactly. So, I never really feel bad about requesting for time off. Because, like, that's ridiculous when you hear people say, like, oh my god, like, I can't ask off. Like, I'm going to get fired. That's if you do it all the time. But if you're trying to go on a trip for, what, five, six days, like, once every two, three months... As a part-time job, I'm like, no manager should want to fire me after doing that. Absolutely not. Because it's like... You're living your life. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is coming from someone... I only work, like, two or three days a week, too. I'm just like, if I want to take five days off, I'm not going to be worried about what my manager has to say about that. This is about my personal time. I don't owe my whole life to this part-time job. Absolutely like, not. That's one thing I'm, like, I believe strongly. Yeah. Is part-time job is not your life. Mm-hmm. No, not That's at all. That's for going on vacations should not come above schoolwork. like mm-hmm. i don't get how some um like businesses or other people's jobs like don't understand that you're a student first exactly you're a student you're a person like i don't know as a manager you need to be able to see that like yeah this job is very important to me as a manager but for the people working there i just have to value them their time and let them be a little bit flexible We've always been lucky with having flexible jobs, and I feel like we do a good job about like putting our foot down when we know we want to go somewhere. And we are—it's not like we're terrible, bad workers. Exactly, we're good workers. Yeah, we work, and then I'm like, okay, I need to have some free time to go do something I love. So I don't know. That's my little spiel about that. Just go for it. Don't be worried about getting fired. And if they're gonna fire you right now, especially, there are so many places you can (laughs) get a job. So many places. Agreed. Um. For money, personally, a little trick that I like to do is the 50-30-20 rule. Mm-hmm. So, I get paid, since I'm a waitress, I get paid every single shift. So, no matter what my income is that night, 50% of it goes to necessities, then, like, rent and stuff. And then 30%, I'll take that, I'll put that into my savings. So, my savings goes to trips. I want to get a car soon, so it's going to money for a car. And then 20% of that income will just go into my wallet and I can pay, use that money to go out to eat, buy coffee, pretty much whatever I want to spend it on. Yeah. And I feel like that helps a lot. So I'm just going to do a random, like, money generator thing on my phone. So this would just be, like, running through what you would do. So say in one shift you make $200. So 200 and then you say 50% of it goes 
two necessities. So that's a hundred. Okay, so you have a hundred left, and then thirty percent of a hundred is thirty dollars. Thirty percent of um two hundred. Okay. So that's gonna be sixty dollars is going towards savings to savings. Mm -hmm. And do you use your savings for like your traveling and stuff? Okay. So say how many days a week do you work? Four. Uh, I say like three. Three. So sixty times three. So that's a hundred eighty dollars you get a week. For this trip that you're maybe planning for three months in advance so say you work um well i'll do that times four so that'll be for a month so in one month if you actually save that 30 percent each shift that's around 720 dollars most of our trips are not even 700 dollars. No, we did not, not spend 700 dollars on this road trip that we just went yeah. on how much do you think we spent I'd say like 400. Yeah, I was gonna say 400. We did two hotels. That was around 150 for like for each for both of us. Wait, does that make sense? No. It was 150 total for the two hotels for me. So 150 for that, and then all we had to pay for was gas and a couple meals out. I'd say we, so far each. Maybe by the end of this trip, I would say give or take about 100 dollars for gas each. Mm -hmm. Yeah. $100 and we drove from Pennsylvania to Florida <laughs> with multiple stops so our most expensive thing was gas and then probably food after and then hotels last since we only got two so probably around $400 out of that $700 so you're still saving some that's another $300 that you still saved over the course of the month and maybe people have a lot of things to pay for but that just puts it in perspective how easy it is to save your money if you're disciplined and you stay to that because mm -hmm. For me, I get paid every two weeks, and I probably put about a third of it, like, in my savings. And then, whatever I'm saving up for, I just keep it there. I try not to touch my savings. And I'm not the best with money, so I'm not going to be all talk. But if I get paid, like, $1,000 every two weeks, 1,000 times 0.3, that's literally... Wait, I did that wrong. I don't know. Whatever a third is of 1,000. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. Two hundred. Three hundred. Me and Kate are not good at math. But yeah, that's like a decent amount of money that I get every two weeks. Like find yourself a good job, waitress, and go on that trip. Yeah, definitely this is actually my first waitress job I got in July and this is more money than I've ever gotten paid for in my life. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a lot of work, but don't I work two, three days a week. Exactly. Don't overwork yourself because you'll get burnt out. But realize that these jobs are worth the effort that you put in. And you will make money. Yeah, and I quickly. find a good place to work too. Like, like your managers, love the people you work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's trial and error, but it's definitely worth it. Also, definitely try to work down the beach if you're even near a beach, any place that you can stay. I made so much money this summer. No, I didn't save it that well, but this you summer I'm working life. on it. Exactly, I was doing whatever I wanted, but this year I'm going to be a little bit more disciplined, hopefully. And like to spend their money down the shore so that's my tip to you yeah you definitely you made a lot of money last yeah summer. i know in one shift i'd make between like two to six hundred dollars like that's how quickly i know you say you save two of your shifts like that's already over a thousand but and then another thing we wrote down regarding money is stop with the excessive ones mm -hmm. um like when you're trying to save yeah when you're trying to save for a specific thing do you really need another top? Probably not. I bet you your friends have plenty that you can wear. Because exactly. you're going to wear it probably one time, mm -hmm. two times, and then it's, it's just, I don't know. It ends 
ends up being money, like, wasted money. Wasted but money, yeah. I can't really talk about that because I spend a lot of my money. But as someone who loves to shop, I'm trying to get more into thrifting. Because it makes your wardrobe more creative and you're spending maybe a fourth of the money that you'd spend on a brand new shirt from Urban Outfitters or yeah. from PacSun, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, work on that. Another thing. What are other wants for me? I think coffee. coffee. Don't buy it every day. Get an espresso machine. Spend the 150 get your Nespresso machine, and make lattes from home every day. Mm-hmm. That Perfect is, your coffee from home. Make that yes, a goal. <laughs> that is going to save you a lot of money because I'll be spending three, five, like three, four, five dollars a day I spend, on a latte. Sometimes I'll spend up to seven bucks on a stupid drink. I know. And every now and then it's fun. It's not like we're never going to do that. But I feel like this semester I'll be making a lot of coffees for us at home. Yes. Very um, excited about that. Last um, semester, I love going to coffee shops and doing my homework because I feel like it puts me in a zone. It's a good atmosphere, and I get a yummy coffee. Yep. So I would try and limit myself that to once a week. Really? Yeah, yeah I would probably good. do like twice a week sometimes, mm-hmm. but I would try and limit myself to once a week because I'm not gonna restrict myself from doing that. Yeah. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to do it excessively either. Yeah. And also, mess around with what you order, too. Like, be creative. But at the same time, I realized, like, a cappuccino is probably the cheapest thing I can get from a coffee shop. So, normally, I'll just get, like, a small cappuccino. Or, instead of Starbucks, little hack, instead of ordering iced latte, order iced espressos. It's literally going to be the same thing. Add milk, add your flavor to it. And it's probably $2 cheaper. So, that's a little hack. I try to look those up if I am going to go get myself and splurge on a coffee. Try to mess around with the order. What's other things that I spend my money on a lot? It's mainly just shopping, going out to eat, and coffees. But coffee oh, is nail, an easy Nails one. is like a big thing, mm-hmm. but I like paying for my nails because if I if I look good, I show up as... Or if I look good, I feel good, and I mm-hmm. then I show up as a better person in, yeah. at work, at school, mm-hmm. and in... How far know. getting your nails done can go. It goes it, far. It does. Like, just don't restrict yourself from mm-hmm. doing the little things that make you feel good. Yeah. And I feel like with money, I'm trying to be cautious and aware, but at the same time, not overanalyzing it. Because if I really would look into how much money I spent, I'd probably freak out a little bit. But I'm trying not to look in the future too much and just worry about what I can control now. You know, instead of getting my head like, oh my God, I'm spending this much money on this, this, and this. That's probably not going to get you far. It'll honestly maybe prevent you from going out and traveling. Mm -hmm. So, I just view it as money comes and goes. I'm going to be aware, but I'm not going to be overly cautious. That's my money mindset with traveling. Like we said, everything's trial and error. Mm -hmm. You'll see, you'll find what works, what doesn't work for you. What works for me, what may may not work for you. Mm -hmm. So, keep that in mind as well. Yeah. Are there any small little hacks that we missed? I don't want to miss anything. The only small thing that I have to say would charger definitely layers if you're going hiking just bring layers yes should we talk about a quick like list of necessities for road trips especially hiking because i feel like we do that a lot yeah i feel like hiking maybe okay so my number one thing that i spent money on before i traveled was hiking shoes and i feel like that is definitely a necessity some of the lists i'm kind of like and eh, that i'll see online but definitely invest in a good pair of hiking shoes if anybody wants to know what exactly they're called, I'll look. 
but they keep my feet warm they're comfortable and they have really good grip because we've been doing like intermediate hikes nothing extreme but it definitely has come in clutch because you'll maybe walk through a stream or you need some good grip because it's a lot of like loose rocks or stuff like that and i have the ones that like protect your ankle which i would 100 recommend i just feel more secure yes they're not cute but it protects you right which hiking is, is about feeling good not looking cute like i feel like i learned that too i'll either be cold or i'll be really comfortable and not worrying about it and i'd rather be like that another small thing this is kind of in the same topic not really is if you go on a hike i definitely recommend sunrise hikes sunrise hikes yeah. yeah they're beautiful yeah challenge yourself to get up earlier when you're on when you're like out traveling and maybe try to readjust your schedule to whatever you know you're gonna feel back best and be able to maximize your time like when we're traveling we probably wake up around like seven eight o'clock or earlier for sunrise and we don't stay out too late we get up we maximize our time i know for hiking it's better to get on the trails earlier for parking so it's not as packed and just for weather especially in colorado people would say like watch out for like the lightning storms because you get up really high and the weather normally is bad around like you know between two and six o'clock yeah another necessity i feel like is having a reusable water bottle 100 percent, always have extra water on you and i don't know i we have water bottles in the back seat right now but it always makes me feel good when i know i'm reducing or using less plastic yes and I just think that being dehydrated is the absolute worst. Uh-huh. And you need to, like, chug your water before uh-huh. you do a hike. Oh, yeah. You need to be hydrated. Jeez, talk about more tips for Colorado. Before you go to altitude, drink, like, twice the amount of water that you normally do. Because if not, you're going to get headaches out there. People get nauseous, will pass out from the elevation. You're going to get more out of breath there naturally, especially if you come from somewhere like us at sea level just make sure you're aware of that and what were those pills called that your nutritionist gave us um i'd have to look that up and maybe i can like write in the little notes of things that help in case you do get sickness like that yeah i'll definitely look that up yeah i kind of think one was cataplex e um yeah i don't know but i'll I'll double check so there are things like that that can help with altitude yeah these pills that her nutritionist gave us they actually really helped i didn't feel sick at all Mm -hmm. and i felt like i think one helped bring more oxygen in or something yeah yeah and like i didn't really feel that much different like when we went when we were hiking like the huge hikes yeah like i was probably out of breath a little bit more your body just feels a little bit off like it's trying to re like recoup itself almost but Mm -hmm. that helped anything else um not that i can think of right now Alright. If we think of more stuff, we can always make another episode. Yeah, but definitely reach out if you yeah. have any questions. Like, we love talking about uh, this stuff. Right. We, Why we made literally, it Literally, when, when we're at home at Westchester and we go on walks, we probably end up talking about a trip. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, where should we go next? And we just, like, end up rambling for, what, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, if you ever want to talk about traveling, your tips, any questions. Or if you guys went places that are super cool, like, yes, please tell, tell us. And invite me on a trip. I want to go on another. <laughs> Alright. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this. Thank you. See you guys.